now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Issue 41, 140. Well, ah, this is issue 154. I'm X the Exile, joined by the new the god of New York, Van Red the yeah. God, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and I, we are here to give you the latest and greatest in comic book news. But before we do that, of course, we have to bullshit just a little bit. Um, what else is happening? Um, the most surreal thing that happened to me today is uh Elon Musk going on CNBC and defending a motherfucker who had a swastika tattoo on his chest. Um, that sounds like Brad for Elon Musk, bro. I can't lie to you, bro. There's, I, and I really wish like there was like some punchline. Like I was making some obscure Simpsons reference to y'all. I'm not the motherfucker on CNBC live national television, and said there's no proof a motherfucker with a swastika on his, who had a swastika <laughs> on his chest was a white supremacist. Elon, idiot, man. I, you I can't. And like, during the interview, the dude asked him because I saw some clips on Twitter. Uh, the dude asked him, "Like, you do realize like the shit you say on Twitter like affects your business standing, your and your company's reputation throughout the world, and like legitimately hurts your cash flows." And Elon Musk like gets real quiet, and like his voice gets like deep for Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "You know, there's a scene in the Princess Bride was like, give me power, give me money, I don't care. You're dying today.'" And then Elon, he goes, "I don't care how much money I lose, I'll say what I want to say." And I know this is like his really cool like joker moment for him you know what i'm saying like he right. probably felt he probably heard trophies by drake in the background in his head. <laughs> you know what i mean he that line in the mirror bro he said he you know he said that shit on the way to work today to stare himself for, nah these niggas going I, I got this dog I got bro i know it sounded really cool to him definitely but he sounded that. like a fucking therm well he is man he's the biggest therm actually he like, sounded like a complete fucking geek like fucking I, narc and I feel bad for him. A little, no, I don't. But I'm, no, I'm, I'm just, bad. I'm just going to theorize. Uh, you know, Vic Radcliffe, I feel bad, felt bad for Elon Musk. Right? Imagine being the richest motherfucker on the planet, and you're still a complete and utter dork. Being the biggest bozo, man. Like shit, 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 shit is fucked up, man. Just fucked That's... up. You can at least be rich if you're gonna. Be, I mean, cool, cool if you're gonna be rich. Like, come on, man. That's yeah. Get some hoes, right. man. Buy some nice cars, man. Where's your Gucci, nigga? Let's give this a little bit of a litmus test, right? So, are there any cool rich white people? Cool, cool as in what? <laughs> cool as in uh, that we genuinely find cool and or interesting. Interesting, Robert Downey. Because I can guess. I can think of John Cena. You know what I mean? Like it's cool. John Cena. John Cena is particularly interesting though. Shit, I do. I think he just chills out, man. I don't, I don't know why the motherfucker knows Chinese. That just seems like some really interesting... The motherfucker has... Used to hang out in the hood. That's during more, the height... That's man, more boy mother- nigga shit, though. Man, he used to hang out in the hood during the height of his world title reign. I mean, I respect it. Don't be wrong. Legend. But back to the point. I would save John Cena. I'm just saying that I would find John Cena cool and interesting. Seth Rollins, I find him cool and interesting. You know what I mean? Tony Hawk. Uh, I, fuck, I fuck with Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, there we go. Um, there's several white people that be fine, cool, interesting, yeah. but like we talk about obscenely wealthy white people. Obscenely, um, I mean, I fuck with Bezos, you know what I mean? He got muscles down, shit. he chilling, he chilling, you know what I mean? I, I didn't know you was gonna give you Josh T-shirt today. Um, I, hashtag I fuck with Bezos. Hey man, then he got muscles now, nigga. He chilling. What? I don't. Is it? Is your hatred for James Gunn leading you to to love Lex Luthor now, nigga? What's going on with you? <laughs> Shout out to all the bold niggas worldwide. All of us. Shout out to us. Uh-huh. Um, I. What's what's going on, man? What's going on oh, in your man. head today? That's crazy. Bezos is crazy. There's no cool white men to me. Like outside of those few we named, like super rich, like billionaire white men. Nah, 
No, all of them are dorks. You want to know why? Because oh, money man. can't buy you. Can't buy you. What, what do the kids call it these days? Riz. Is that you what can't have said? Riz, man. It gotta be it, what they say. It gotta be on you. It gotta be in you, not on you. Damn. The proverbs. You know what I'm saying? Factuals. You feel me? Has nope. anything else happened this week? Um. Damn. I'm trying to think what else happened this week. That's pretty I much thought, it. I I mean, like there was a mass shooting over the weekend. I think. Um. That's sad. We're not getting into that, but that's sad. Um, oh, yeah. Yo, I had a promise. Oh, go ahead. Go, nah, you go, you go, you go. No, no, no. Go ahead. No. What's up with the, the Johnny Depp dick sucking that's going on in the world? Did you ever get this nigga's abuser because he beat one case? You know what I mean? Like, it's a uh, history of being abusive. I I don't. I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't want to talk about Johnny Depp. Not because like I don't think everything you're saying is not right, but like I'm trying to focus on relatively I just don't get positive it. I shit. Just don't get it, man. No, my the motherfucker's like a heart trigger warning for everybody concerning rape, but he's a rapist, um, and he's a, a serial abuser. And this is not just like Amber Heard speaking. This is like damn near everyone he's been with in Hollywood yeah. since his whole career saying this shit. You know what I mean? Um, Rihanna putting him in the fucking Fenty show was stupid. Um, him getting a seven minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival is fucking whack. Twenty million dollar Dior deal, bro. This he, how are you getting? You know what? Nah, fuck it. We don't deal with something positive. Right, right. Positive. You want to know what's positive? Revenge. Yeah. You want to know what? You know what's some positive revenge? Some nice wholesome revenge. You know, I want to give a special shout out to the Shirtless Plantain Show. Yeah. Right. Shout out to Tosin. Tosin's been missing from the show lately. I'm not saying that to like dunk on him, nothing like that. I'm saying this to explain my point, right? Tosin is the resident Man United fan on that show, right? right. So because of his absence, I've had to listen to two Arsenal stands <laughs> going crazy. Talk about United in every goddamn episode since March, early March. I've yeah. heard about how Liverpool beat United 7 yeah, on a right on a random ass Saturday. Or something bad too. Um, but you want to know what happened that recently that made that we relatively even now. You want to know what happened? What happened, brother? A certain football team that had a at one point a 14 point lead at the top of the table. <laughs> um, a football team that as recently as last month had a what eight point lead yeah. at the top of the table, and then somehow in the matter of a month are now four points behind in second. Against Man City, yeah, that's right. I'm talking about Arsenal. Yeah, the motherfuckers. What, what was the tweet that we saw in what February? No one with this many points at this point of the season has ever lost the title. Yeah, and man. you want to know what happened? Big Pep Guardiola rolled around with his new shoulder, Erling Holland, and said, "Run me that shit." Exactly. It's a motherfuckers bottled the league. Tell you, man. The thing is, all right, two things here, right? I don't respect any team that start talking shit about title wins and shit in, in February. February. Like, nigga, you know this is a long season. You know how to end the season gets every, it's every year in the Premier League, right? And mm-hmm. you never, I hate these motherfuckers, but you could never doubt Man City. The niggas are the most stacked team in history. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Pep is an evil bald nigga, but he's one of the greatest evil bald niggas. Once again, hey, we we learned the strength of man said was really the money laundering, but fuck it, we don't care. It, it is what it is. This these niggas win the league again. It's two um, things I don't care about in sports: money laundering and niggas taking steroids. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> do what you gotta do, bro. Like, <laughs> I respect that. Uh, <laughs> um, but talking about bottom, we don't even have to keep it. San Antonio, damn. Um, <laughs> same. <laughs> I'm same. sorry for sounding like that. Live, same. live out of air, bro. Nigga sounded like Charles Barkley. <laughs> San Antonio. But we don't even have to keep it to just the, the English Premier League of football, right? Let's talk about Bodlin. Let's talk about blowing leads. Then, don't you want to talk about a certain basketball team who blew a lead in this series? Uh, uh, yeah, let's 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 talk about the niggas, man. Fuck them. <laughs> of course, we talk about the Sixers who blew a three-two victory, a three-two lead against the Celtics 
and lost yeah. in game seven after Tatum put 51 of them things over that ass. Put them in the put them in the chicken wing. What you got to say out. about the Sixers, man? What you got to say about and you know, young Joe and B, young James Harden, all of them. You know what I'm Yo, saying? Yo, once again, that's y'all MVP. I told y'all this nigga was from Gazy, bro. <laughs> I, I told niggas he shouldn't have won it. I know niggas hate Jokic. Cool. You feel however you feel about Jokic, right? But it ain't in B, nigga. You should have gave it to Giannis or something. Like, like in B, nah. B's trash. He's a, he's an overrated flopper. <laughs> Sucks. Harden is little baby's number one fan. Groupie. <laughs> These are your kings. This is your, this is your franchise for the next ten years. These bums, bro. Harden going back to Houston. <laughs> oh yeah, Harden. If he was smart, he'd go back to Houston. Chill out. He no responsibilities. Try- he been trying to go back to Magic City, or he been trying to go back to Houston since goddamn February or January. But when did that report come out? Like yeah, it was like January. Yeah. Dog, what the fuck? And that, the thing is, he was, he not going back to Houston for no basketball reasons. He's not trying to win a championship, nigga. He just missed V Live and Chicken Wings, and you know what I mean. No income tax. I get it. You know what I mean. But and B, you stuck there, brother. You and your one good knee. Fuck you. Your one good knee. Wow. Yeah. Um. I, the only thing I got to say about the Sixers is y'all niggas mortgage mortgage y'all future, and by that I mean y'all sent away Jimmy Butler. For the at the behest of Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, yo, shout out to Tobias Harris, Long Island legend, bro, Hall of Fame check stealer. But you don't pick him over Jimmy Butler, like in the, under any circumstances. I was, I was, yeah, you know what's Tobias Harris done since then? You want to know what Jimmy Butler did just this month? He dropped fifty six points in the playoff game. Yeah, went crazy. He sent man. home the number the what the number one seed, right? No, number one seed. Then he beat the New York Knicks. Man, I can't hate on him no more. Damn. That, oh, damn. What happened to MSG South? I, I forgot to talk oh, about that last man. week. We let y'all keep Bang Bros Arena, man. It's cool. That's fair. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep that. How's oh, Bella Danger built? Child <laughs> Legend. I'm not, I'm not going further on that. Uh, the only thing I wanted to dunk on is Doc motherfucking Rivers. Oh, How- you mean Mr. Shape Up with <laughs> a bald head with a hairline? Crazy. <laughs> Doc, yo, how are you? he just became literally the most the most winningest bozo coach in NBA history. And what I mean by that is Doc Rivers is, is the was named in the top 10 head coaches all time, right? Yep. 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 And how many motherfucking series that he was leading in has Doc Rivers lost? Oh damn! How's it been? Was it been like seven at this point or some shit did like they, that? Did they say? Did they say seven or seventeen? I don't know. It's a lot, bro. Yo, Doc, give it up, brother. You're not him. You, the the one time you won a goddamn game six or a game seven, and you ain't done this since 2008. No man, you living off that one ring. That whole team is living off that one ring. Is that real? Bro, that, that's <laughs> been two and a half administrations. Oh, since was in office. <laughs> Doc Rivers managed to finish out a series. Yep. And that time, the motherfucker has played with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, James Harden, Joel Embiid, Paul George, (laughs) Kawhi Leonard, John Wall. Uh, Wait, was he was he on the Clippers when John Wall came to the Clippers? Nah, he wasn't there. He wasn't there for that. Okay, fuck it. Um, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. He has yeah. one ring total between all the motherfuckers. Come on, man. Joe Brown, there's, bro. There's, there's at least two MVPs in that, right? At least, bro. Oh, like, at least. There's, yeah, there's two MVPs, Harden and Embiid. Yeah. Two two MVP players oh. who had prime Blake Griffin, prime Wait, Chris no, no. Paul. Damn, and I forgot Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. <laughs> yep. <laughs> prime. And hold up. Take that back. Three MVPs. He had KG, too. Oh, yeah. See? Bozo. You had Ninja a you Bozo. had you had what the great the second greatest shooter of all time, one of the greatest point guards of all time, right? <laughs> second is kind of nasty to say now, too. Um yeah. you had technically one of the most off- efficient offensive motherfuckers, offensive motherfuckers ever in James Harden, but we know Bozo numbers. Uh, oh, yeah. and you had a fucking dominant center in Joel MB, and you still got one. Series closeout between all of them. One one ring, one closeout. Past the first round. Sad, brother. Sad. Couldn't be me. Man, Doc is Doc is shaky, bro. You know who doesn't do this? Eric Spoelstra. Yeah, man. (laughs) 
Well, they call him Filipino Jackson. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Filipino Jackson is insane. Shout out to him, man. It only took a decade for you to give it up. That's crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> LeBron never <laughs> fucked that. <laughs> All that shit. Yeah, I know it's the Jimmy era. The respect you niggas. Uh, let's get to death shots. <laughs> yeah, let's jump in. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about this recently, but uh, tell me if you heard about this before, Van. But uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, of course, the game I've been talking about for the last two or three years on this podcast, yeah. was originally set to feature a black woman as the protagonist, but they were firmly told no. They don't say if it was Lucasfilm Games or if they, they don't say if it was EA, but they were firmly told no. Then how do you feel about this? It might have been a combo. They might have did the fusion dance on canceling that uh, that plan, brother. <laughs> I tell you that much. But um, yeah, man, I think that would have been very cool. Um, would have been original. But I like it, Cal. Cal Kessis is cool, you know. I, I have not, I still haven't played uh Fallen or uh, Jedi Survivor yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm still working my way through Horizon Zero Dawn. Rock, I'm just before I get further into RB, my nigga Varl. You know what I'm saying. Um, held it down for the gang, but once I everyone, once I realized everybody fucked with Varo, I knew Varo was gonna go. Um, yeah. And whenever I just want to tell y'all this, and for any kids listening to this, I'm gonna spare y'all some heartbreak in the future, right? If you are in the pivotal mission of a game, and anybody says I will die for this, or I'm willing to put my life on the line for for this, <laughs> that means they are dying imminently. Yeah. Make you a peace with that shit. All right. R.I.P. Um, but I got I got a light pole on Cal Kestis. All right, man. I, I'm willing to be nice to Cal Kestis until I finish Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Then if it's trash, we will have words. I will um, say the one the one thing that's very cool about Jedi Survivor is the the lightsaber customization. Ridiculous, bro. Oh, they 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 upped it up, brother. You can go crazy, brother. Oh, yeah. Full range, full range of details, bro. You just, I'm gonna look like uh Shaq 99 Shaq in there, bro. I swear, just, back, <laughs> just backing niggas down with a lightsaber, man. I respect it, brother. I'm gonna have so much fun. Um, andor showrunner Tony Gilroy has officially stopped all his job activities or duties on Andor season two until the writers receive a fair deal. Um, respect. It's, I respect, but also, why did it take a week of bullying to you to do this? Um, because if you were if you were willing to stop like your job the week after, you work in film and TV. A week of work is an episode, maybe, <laughs> maybe one and a half, almost. Two. Exact, exactly. So, like, did did you really lose all of that by by not finishing an episode, my guy? But you know, God bless, he made it to the right side of the picket line. That's all that fucking matters. <laughs> took him a minute though. Um, and I would when the shit came out, I saw the like when the strike officially broke. I was like, damn, I wonder how all the people who like work on like their lifelong dreams, and I don't mean like the little passion project, I mean like everybody working like Star Wars or Batman or some shit, be like, damn, let me finish this first, then I'll go ahead and and strike. And then motherfuckers like, nah, nigga, we don't care about your passion project, we don't care about (laughs) we don't care about your childhood dream, dog. Get your ass on this picket line. You know what it was? They, they're probably writing it, you know, by candlelight because they can't have their lights on, so niggas don't previously see them writing it. So they probably finishing that shit, shelving it. You know, I respect it. You know, you, uh, you know, fucking whatever. You know, it's not my money. Oh, yeah. uh, but I stand with the writers. But speaking Absolutely. of the writers, uh, the casting for The Last of Us season two is also on hold until the writers receive a fair deal. Uh, so we're not going. We're not going to know anything about who's uh, going to be Abby until this shit is over. Which I'm okay with. I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all. I'm okay with not knowing shit until everything is done. Right, right, right. Like, um, I feel like we just gotta wait till the dust settles with this whole thing, man. Wherever way it goes, yeah. And shit, we're probably gonna be here for a while. Yeah, um, it's looking like that. Feet, feet, feet are in the ground. You know, feet have been planted, motherfucker. I think uh, it's ABC who released their strike proof schedule. Yeah, well, that's, that's what the Hollywood Reporter <laughs> called it, which is nasty. How do you, as a journalist, print that shit? First, yeah. First of all, that's nasty journalism. Second it's bad off, framing, but whatever. Continue. My bad. That lineup is terrible. <laughs> it's only for old people. Like if you, if you dancing over, with the stars. Yeah, like um, old people. Jeopardy, Will of Fortune, Judge, Judge Steve. 
Just, yeah, Steve Harvey. It's for all niggas like you know, sixty five and up, bro. You can't fool me. For those of you who don't know, yes, you you did you heard that correctly. Steve Harvey has his own judge show now. <laughs> Is that nigga certified legally? Like who? who no, where, where he no. To hell no. Uh, we know he's not certified legally. Look how his how his stepdaughter runs around. All right. <laughs> yeah, what's well, that nigga paperwork, bro? <laughs> Shout to Lori Harvey. Oh, I you know I. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be interesting. Be chaotic. I love it, bro. Um, I read an article about how the uh the 2000, 2008 strike got broken, and they basically just hire like some really like some really craven political motherfuckers to just really like run a bad campaign against the writers. Um, unfortunately, they ain't got Twitter. We have Twitter now, so motherfuckers yeah. can easily verify when n- niggas are capping. Um, so hopefully that's a big better tool. With that being said, Twitter's owned by Elon Musk, who we spoke about earlier. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but speaking of uh, some groundbreaking news, uh, The Rock, that's right, people, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is coming back to Fast and the Furious, to Fast X. It's confirmed to be reappearing in a post credit scene. Uh, that means they he just, he just settled the beef. Oh, then how do you feel about this? I saw like a backyard photo shoot. If I've never heard of one, brother. Yo, man. Why, Dwayne? Why'd you kiss the ring, bro? He was you talking know. all that big shit, man. You know what I mean? Is fuck Vin Diesel. Fuck Tyrese. I heard you, nigga. That's when he now thought what? he was going to have his own DC franchise. And his own spin-off series. Yeah. He got one movie, brother. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, man. It's cooked, this man. man Biggest movie star in the world, he gotta go back to his to his little franchise, huh? Um <laughs> now he's like a what like he's like the C player on that team now. Is he because like let's let's you be got ben, you got John. Hey man, I'm gonna keep a hundred percent real with you, right? We all got back into the Fast and Furious movies when the rock showed up. Oh yo, I've only seen number five after after number five, I haven't seen none of them, bro. Like, See, real real. <laughs> Real with number five, that's the best one to be. When them niggas is in Brazil, I ain't even see the other ones. I know it's better. Um, I ain't seen. I still haven't watched the one with Cena. Um, yeah. and the movies come out on this weekend. Actually, Fast X drops this weekend, so everybody go wow. check out Fast X. Um, I'm really considering just going in that shit blind. I'm sure you just, haven't missed shit, bro. Like you know, because I mean? like I feel like I, I've roughly got the the uh, the gist of it, especially this weekend when motherfuckers just just tweet their favorite. Fast, Fast and Furious plot point. I feel like I caught up on so many details that I didn't know in the last couple of years. Yeah, I Chris saw Tyrese went to space. John Cena's his brother, family. Uh, That's all he really. Uh, Ludacris beat a nigga like Batman in front of Nathalie Emanuel. Which, yeah. if I had to fight somebody in front of Nathalie Emanuel, I would probably do the same shit. To be completely honest, yeah, I'm not losing. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, John Cena has a black nephew, which I think is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, seeing them interact in the commercials, dog, it's hilarious. What is going on, bro? What is, what bro, is this movie? Why is John Cena ping ponging himself and his nephew in a car through a wall of like super agents? I love it. Love Just it. be like, and this is how you beat the bad guys. Yeah, like that's just ridiculous. John, yo, can we? You know, I didn't do this, and I'm glad I can say it from a different perspective. Right. My nigga John Cena has literally been invited to the cookout. <laughs> the family cookout, the barbecue. The, the, he he, he made it to the cookout in Fast and Furious. <laughs> John Cena barbecue. has reached a very special white man status. I don't know if Vin Diesel can hand out those passes though. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know. Have you seen him dancing? I, I yeah, I don't know, yeah, man. I'm gonna say like he got better knees than me, dog. If a nigga can dance like that, I I, I feel like I don't have the right to respect him. Honestly, hey, and true. You ask that nigga his brains, his brains are sizzling, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they start style like they can. Like, I don't know, cuz it's audio and matches visuals. You know what I mean? Red card. Red card. That's all I'm saying. You can put that on the VAR review. That was flagrant. Oh. Right, let's, let's finish up this this week. Yeah. Um, Seth fucking Rollins. Yeah, was confirmed to be in Captain America four today, by the great American tradition of waking up to set pictures. Yeah, um, in full Serpent Society outfit. So we got confirmed, and it, it got tweeted by Discussing Film by nine o'clock. 
which is super confirmed, uh, that Seth Rollins is going to be in Captain America 4. Then how do you feel about this shit, dog? You know, the funniest thing about this whole thing is like, it's like when I first seen it, it just said Captain America set photos. And I hold up. I said, hold up. Nigga, is that Seth Rollins? Bro, then, I was I said the same. I was like, this why is this this why is there a white man looks especially like Seth Rollins? And then the next picture is Anthony Mack and beaming in the background. You know what I mean? <laughs> Memes on the way. Just say, you know, <laughs> memes are coming back, bro. They're on the way, man. He's low in the mutt right now. Also, but also when I see him, I was like, why is this nigga dressed like Loki? So <laughs> they got the full green fit on. Honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it home to real. He looked exactly normal. Like he he looked like he was in a fit that you would expect him to pull up to on Monday Night Raw. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Everyone else looked out of place because Seth Rollins always looks some various version of confused. Right. You know what I mean? Especially when you get you know after you've been kicked in the face a couple times. That's just how it is with Russell. The CTE activates, right? right. But he just looked like he was just standing there. And like niggas were just existing around him. It just it was like watching Seth Rollins and everything else, bro. And this is how I know he's going to be an absolute banger in this goddamn movie. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And also to mention, yo, you getting the new Captain America suit, brother? It looked like the Winter Soldier suit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it did. It did. Which I think is fire. Uh, but can you imagine the banter between Anthony Mackie and Seth Rollins? Ah, I need that. I need them on hot wing, hot ones. <laughs> Both at the same time? Same time together. Same. Really. <laughs> I need I need them to face off in hot ones to see who will break first. Yeah, exactly. Because same Anthony Mackie and Sebastian and oh Seth together, man. Let's do it. Like all right, let's let, let, just let's do this out, right? Anthony Mackie, black, first of all. Like we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta be very clear about that, right? There's, there's a lot of nigga in there. And there's a lot of resistance to hot things, right? That being said, Seth Rollins, the commitment to the gimmick. All right. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to, to bet against him. And the wild card here, obviously Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A motherfucker with an incredible range. He has played an assassin, and he has also played somebody's personal tormentor in half a goddamn dozen movies. It's really weird. And Tommy Lee. And Tommy Lee. Uh, so it's it, it can go either way, but the only person who can get down to this is Sean Evans. And when and Sean Evans, we trust, goddammit. Yep. Um ready to get a little bit of Star Wars news? Yeah. All right. We we have finally, finally got an official synopsis of the acolyte, right? And, and it is how it follows. Set 100 years before the Phantom Menace, it follows a former Jedi Padawan and her masters. They investigate a series of crimes that will eventually tie into how the Sith infiltrated the Republic and the prequel trilogy. A hundred years. A hundred years. You know who was definitely alive a hundred years before this? Who was that, brother? Probably Palpatine. Or at least least, uh, Darth Plagueis. Yeah, at least Plagueis. Plagueis was a banker. I want everybody. To, I want everybody who didn't know this, right? You know, we heard of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Darth Plagueis was in Phantom Menace. He was a random ass background character. Darth oh. Plagueis died the same time Darth Maul did, <laughs> because <laughs> Palpatine got his ass in his sleep. Um, but Darth Plagueis basically rose to power by like controlling the baking uh, clan, or I think that's what it's called, Star Wars. Um, so this could easily be the intro to this, and basically, Palpatine as we know him. Who that know that means we for sure know these niggas lose. Oh, for sure, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They get they get cleaned up early. Um, they're for sure. They're for sure losing. Um, I'm really excited about this though that we finally got concrete details because they were just like, yeah, it could be like any part during this ten thousand year period before the fucking movies. It was we coming very close to the chest with this one. I don't know why. Some some major must be happening, bro. I I think we go see Palpatine in this dog or Plagueis or um shit. With a hundred years, we're probably seeing Yoda. That'd be hard. We're probably I, seeing Yoda. Um shit, I don't know many other Jedi who survived past hundred years, but yeah, definitely Yoda. A hundred years gives us enough time to give like a, 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 at least a couple familiar faces. Yeah, you know what I mean, or at least for shit to look relatively familiar. Yeah. So, 
I'm excited the more we hear about this. Yeah, man, it sounded good, man. I'm really the cast is is, uh, is amazing, bro. I just really just can't wait till it happens. Speaking of some shit, I can't I can't wait till it happens. Um, there was a report today about Dave Filoni's Star Wars movie that was officially announced at Star Wars Celebration recently, mm-hmm. um, and the alleged title of that movie is Heir to the Empire. Um, there's a fan art poster attached, and this this report comes from My Time to Shine H, which y'all know I don't really rate. Um, and this is the same person who said they have a friend who saw Flash, uh, who saw the Flash six months to a year before a test screening was reported. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that guy. Um, the same person who said that Batgirl will replace Batman in the post DC uh, of the Flash. We all know that's Cap. Um, so, but with that being said, they they got some scoops sometimes. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for once. But if this is true, and I think this is probably true, Heir to the Empire, hard. That's a hard title, bro. It's a hard. About. Mm, Thrawn. Fine, Thrawn. Yeah. Thrawn. Like, that's literally his name. That's the, uh, I think it's the title on his books, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's title on his books. And, like, he was, he's the baddest motherfucker in the Empire after Palpatine. He's the only one who had the will. And he doesn't have any goddamn force. It's yeah, just all willpower, which is incredible. And cool uh, outfits. And, and, yo, always hard fits. Always got a cool fit. But the, I really, I just really want to see. I want everybody to make their peace with this fact right now. Mando is dying in this. I just want everybody Yo, stop saying these things, brother. I, I'm, I want to make every, make everybody sure that everybody knows what's going to happen. Mando is going to die in this, and Come that's on, okay. Brother. And that's okay. You want to know why? Because we'll probably get a Star Wars movie starring Ahsoka after that. Hey, Amen. But I, there's something I do want to ask you about Air to the Empire, right? Yeah. How much do you think Luke Skywalker is going to be in that movie? <laughs> uh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes? If that. Think think of it like, mm, how much time is between 20 years? Okay. Yeah, Kylo Ren not a teenager yet. Um, Luke doesn't get involved in like small shit. Like he came and saved Grogu, right? But like that was like the fate of the galaxy type shit because um, but heir to the empire meaning like basically the empire is about to come back there is not many realities where I see that what this is five years after Return of the Jedi essentially like let's let's just say seven years have passed since Return of the Jedi like two years have passed since Mando started right Right. Um, seven years that means Luke, Leia, and Han are all like what, thirty or forty, maybe. Yeah, and they should all be able-bodied enough to fight at that point too. Yeah, yeah, I guess on paper, yeah. I'm not saying they're going to be in the movie because I don't think they are, but in the Star Wars canon, I do not see any fucking way that. Luke, Leia, and Han do not get up off their asses and come fight while the Empire remnant is about to take over, take hold of the galaxy again. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I think this movie might be bigger than we've ever probably thought previously. Yeah, it sounds major, but I think we at least get a, like a stare down at the end, them looking at Thrawn and shit. You know what I mean? I it will definitely be like a Luke Skywalker being like, "Nigga, if you ever pop up again." I'm going to break my killing rule and just slime you. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be them, Mando, and Ahsoka just being like, Ahsoka going to be in the background like, listen, you know who my master was, bro? Yeah, man. I can I can be him if you want me to. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. Ain't no Padme to, to, to get the good out of me this time. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, but, you know, this is a lot of pie-in-the-sky fantasy booking that's going on right now. Um, but I don't want. I did not want to talk about this, and I need to segue into this van. Yeah, remember what I said about Guardians last week? Yeah, and I said that if I went and saw that movie, and if I didn't hate it, I would have to come back on this podcast and tell y'all that it was good. Yeah, yeah. I am so. I am so sorry to report that I did not hate this movie. I didn't hate this movie at all. I knew you. I knew you would come around, brother. 
I w- I went into this shit like, bro, this shit is this shit is whack. I can't believe I paid to watch this shit. You know, and and you know, I I took the homie out. The shout out to Riley. Um, but I I took her out as a as a little friend day, um, because we hadn't seen each other in a while, and we went to the Alamo Draft House, right? And it was nice. The food was good. Don't get me wrong. I just mad I paid all that goddamn money to see Guardians. But then I watched the movie. and I was like, you know what? Thank you, Dad. I'm not gonna say I, I liked it because I thought some shit didn't make sense. But it was it's not bad. Decent enough, right? Like I, my favorite part, y'all know me, of course, is the first 15 minutes. Um, Adam Warlock coming through and sliming everybody. Going federal. <laughs> Oh, uh, put put Drax in a suplex city and then pounded his face in until Nebula up the big blower. You feel me? Poor uh, Rocket. Dude. Poor Rocket. How you get your ass whooped then get shocked to death after? Um, right. And then you know Star Lord being a drunk and being the bozo. I do gotta say the one hard critique I got of this movie: Star Lord is by far the worst part of this movie. Easily, he's getting carried by his people. Every you know? every one of this movie is significantly funnier than him. Mantis, I'm like, not, maybe it's just like that. I don't like Chris Pratt, but fuck, I'm gonna continue on this thread, right? Yeah, I think Batista has better comedic timing than Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah, I think, man. um, Palm, Palm Clemente, who plays Mantis, has better comedic timing than Chris Pratt. Um, uh, I think Vin Diesel, who says maybe seven words the entire movie, has better timing than Chris Pratt. Speaking of Vin Diesel, I love how Groove just looks like Vin Diesel now. Yeah, it's mad, it's short and stocky. Just, just short, just, just, just a fucking tank. Why does, yeah. why does Groot look like damn near like Otis? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's, what's going on? I don't mean Otis Redden. I mean the wrestler. Everybody, but why does he look like Otis now? You know what I, I mean? Dale. He built like Biggie. That's crazy. It's <laughs> mad. <laughs> mad Aki for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought the first act in the movie was really good. I thought the second act made less sense as it went on. Yeah. Um and the third act, I thought it landed on his feet at the end. I'm gonna keep it real with you. It, it, it stuck the landing. I thought it was a little bit shaky, but it stuck the landing. Um, but I really want to ask everybody about this, right? Mm-hmm. What about the high evolutionary really moved y'all? Yeah, like y'all niggas gotta stop lying. Niggas talking about oh, one of the greatest MCU villains. Like nigga, he's please. he's just evil for the sake of being evil. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I like the man who played him. I still can't pronounce his name, and for that, I'm very sorry because I really yeah. liked him. Um, but like I liked the person who played them right but every scene the high evolutionary in was in when he wasn't like when he had a modicum of like you know not complete and under control he got beat the fuck up and embarrassed yeah rocky whooped his ass twice <laughs> facts he got beat up by rocket bro rocket he got beat a up revolution by Ro- on his shit man bro he, he got beat up by rocket and then they peeled his ba- face off to, to look at the results the second time yeah yeah. They they hit his they jumped his ass like the Nexus did John Cena at the end. <laughs> no, with my son uh, Daniel Bryan, the Bryan Roberts with the with the tie on his neck. He got fired for it. He was going to kill you. <laughs> you funny as hell, boy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, goddamn! At the bro, even in the in the middle where like they 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 lured him up into the ship or whatever, Star Lord and and, and Groot. Tell me how the fuck does it make sense that this this motherfucker is walking away as Star Lord throws a grenade yeah. and shit like goes into to utter hell and he don't turn around to after some shit falls behind him, bro. Turn around and kill them. What are you doing? Yeah, it was a lot of like, that a, like I, I really hate when villains explain their evil plan. You know what I mean? Like, bro, just do it, bro. Like, it's not even mean? just explain the evil plan. Just like, why didn't you just kill them when you like? Why are you walking away while they are actively blowing shit up? You know what I yeah. mean? That didn't make no sense to me. Um, or join the fight, nigga. Like, damn. Like, exactly. Like, high, the, high evolutionary slimed more of his own people than he ever did the Guardians. Yeah. And I hate that they teased. Um, I think it was kind of wild that they teased Drax getting killed. And that made me think that that was clearly a moment set for Drax to get killed. And James Gunn was like, no. Exactly. I thought that was it for him. I'm like, oh, yeah. This is what Batista checks out, bro. Yeah, I was like, oh, damn, they doing this to Batista this early? And I was like, I was literally in the theater like, yeah, that checks out. Like, that, ma- that makes sense. <laughs> that, yeah, he might get slimed this early. Yeah. Yeah. You're like halfway through the movie. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's time. It was, it was like right into, maybe they had just gotten into the second act, like when they yeah. uh, invented the really weird looking world. Um, that should, that should just made me uncomfortable, dog. I'm going to keep it real with you, man. 
That's um, but Batista almost got fined out. Like, oh, they not. Why do y'all play the sad? Why do y'all slow down reasons? Like, shout and also shout to <laughs> shout to James James Gunn for putting Earth, Wind, and Fire in this fucking movie. That's just, oh, yeah, that's the just best cool musical part of the movie. Definitely Earth, Wind, Fire. Dog, when reasons played, nigga, I was in the theater grooving. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I was fine. It was hard. Um, the the last the last fight was cool. Um, I thought the action scene in the hallway was hard. Um, I thought the them jumping high evolutionary was funny as hell. Um, I think it's very very interesting how they wrote the ending um, because they they did everything they set out to do right, and then um, and then they were like, all right, cool. Everybody but but Star Lord's going back to Earth. Or everybody but Star Lord is is going their own way. Star Lord can go back to Earth conveniently. Star Lord <laughs> can go back to Earth. Yeah, he just left his people. Just I, and I know they wrote this into the to the plot of the movie years ago, right? But like, just conveniently, Batista just went off to be a dad. Drax went off to be a dad. Nebula's going to be some type of mayor, basically. Like, uh, what's my man's name? Amanda. Oh shit! What's his name, man? Uh, Marshall Carga. I think that's his name, yeah. Or High Marshal Cargo, yeah. Um, uh, let's see, Gamora's gonna stick with being a space pirate, which I thought was smart. Um, I, I think them not doing the corny thing of putting them back together was very smart. Yeah. Um, I love that Gamora got to be her own person at the end of the movie. Um, even though they definitely teased that shit for the entire movie. Um, <laughs> let's see, Mantis going off and doing her own thing is, is mad. I, Mantis is like my second favorite character in this movie. I'm gonna oh, be yeah, completely Mantis honest with good. you. It was her and Drax for me. Well, like Rocket was, you know. Oh yeah, Rocket. Yeah, I can't forget Rocket. Yeah, Rocket yeah. was in a coma for most of the movie, but for the parts of the movie he was actually in, I fucked with Rocket. Um, you know, you're saying Groot's just Vin Diesel once again. I, mean, I, I really <laughs> fuck with that. Um, but yeah, I, I like the movie, man. Um, I, with that being said, I never want to see a Guardians movie again in my life. Um, Even with an updated roster. No, not even with the updated. Ro- oh, <laughs> thank you for reminding me about that. Adam Warlock. I thought I saw the vision on him being a himbo last week, but what I did not realize was it was it wasn't just him just being a himbo. He was just an afterthought. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he was just a superpower, like paperweight in, in the movie. He was important for the first five minutes when he took Rocket to Suplex City, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. Then he's just a dumbass. He's just a dumbass in the background. Yeah, and then like you just get this feel good moment when he like when he uh saves uh Quill at the end, but like he if he wasn't in the movie, this movie wouldn't have been affected. Yeah, you could have yeah. had somebody else shit, you could have had Nebula jump rocket then started this, and it would have been the same movie. Shit, you could have had a high evolutionary do it himself, you know. What I mean? Dog! <laughs> it would have been the exact same movie. I think Adam Warlock, like, despite being billed as so important, was horribly unnecessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, now what do you now what do you do with him? He's a bozo. Do nothing with him. It is once again that that screams to me. He was going to be very important in James Gunn's MCU, and then James Gunn got kicked out of the MCU, and Kevin Feige didn't look at the fucking documentation to update what the fuck was going on. That's fair. That's fair. That that's kind of it. Seems like some it's it's very simple. Uh, think of like just like your own job. Somebody got fired. They were working on a project. Nobody remembered the project after they got fired. That was in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and nobody remember that shit. It just it, it happens, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Guardians was not a bad movie. I'm not gonna tell you how to go see it, but I I made a promise and I'm keeping it. I didn't That's hate fair. it. I said and now we moving on from this shit. Man, it's worth I like that. All right, we get into a little bit of comic news because there was there's some significant <laughs> things that happened this week. Um uh, I'm gonna start with the most wholesome of all, right? Okay. I've noticed Storm is in a lot more books these days. Yeah, and I, I I need Marvel to realize this sooner rather than later. And I hope I maybe they're like this is a heat check for them to realize this, right? But can we agree that Storm is by far? I mean, it's not even close. It's by a very wide margin. Storm is the most historically most popular and greatest female character on the Marvel side of things. Right, yeah, I, I can't think of a, more, a Marvel hero that's more well liked universally, like just around the board. The Storm, the only person I could think who is as notorious as or well known as Storm is Phoenix Jean Grey, right? Yeah, because people maybe Captain Marvel these days, but I'm gonna keep it real with you. Even to this day, I see way more Storm fans than Captain Marvel 
of fans and regular public. Easily, because you know what it is. We grew up with Storm and the anime exactly. series, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, Not there's the a multi general, yeah, multi generational buy in that you just explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really glad to see Marvel realizing this. Unfortunately, I'm really upset that they realized it. You know, when the fall of X is happening, right? Um, <laughs> which I damn the last. I know. I I've been so disinvested for, from the Cocoa shit since like the pandemic. Since literally the pandemic started, I have stopped caring yeah. because this is the same shit over and over and over. And now these mother, all these motherfuckers are about to die again. We're about to start this shit all over in about over sixty again. days. Yeah, I, cycle. It is, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, we'll be there for the omnibus though. All right, shit. Uh, I'll be there for the X Men Red Omnibus. I might be there for the Marauders Omnibus. Everything else is very suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish I could be like, damn, like Wolverine's been a banger of a book this last couple of years. Nope. It hasn't. It's it's a lot of nothing, a lot of shit that nobody cares about. Um, and not even just shit that nobody cares about, but it's a lot of shit people don't understand. Like yeah. the Krakoa era of the X Men is very detail heavy. It is very complicated for no fucking reason, and because it is so complicated. People only get engaged with it on a surface level, on the level of, oh, shit, the mutants have their own country and they're immortal. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And they got the Hellfire Gala every year. You know yeah. I mean? and motherfuckers come out with hard fits every fucking April. And then, and then that, that that's all it is. You know what I mean? Like, there's apocalypse no apocalypse shit niggas was in for, but outside of that, nah. And not even the apocalypse the shit. Sword, that the sword into fucking, that? And everybody bro, had a sword? Fucking, everyone had a sword. Bro, Moira McTaggart has been the main villain of the X Men. For three summers. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm I miss when all these motherfuckers beef. It was more exciting then. Yeah, man. I'm gonna be real, it just looks weird. Even I know it's they're all mutants on the island. It's weird seeing these all these niggas link up and be cool. You know what I mean? I like I'm really cool that, just chilling with you niggas. Bro, I, I think it's cool that a lot of beefs just got resolved. Like I think it's cool that 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 Dakin finally gets to hang out with his pops and his siblings and shit. You know what I mean? I think it's cool that like uh the, the Wolverine family gets to like finally relax. I think it's cool that the summers finally all get to exist in one place, right? But this hasn't led to any meaningful storytelling. Yeah, at all. Ever, at least ever since Jonathan Hickman dipped. Yeah, once Hickman left, that we sh- we knew the the writing was on the wall, man. Jerry Duggan and Al Ewing have been trying to keep this shit together, and they can't do it. I salute them for trying. But I do. It's only so when you dealing with somebody who's like as detailed as Hickman is, it's hard to like pick that up. Like we were just saying, you know, when the employee gets fired or <laughs> leaves the company, you get stuck with their project. <laughs> yeah, it, and you, you can't do it the same way because you want to know why you ain't do that shit. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, let's let's talk about some shit that um that <laughs> sticks with you, right? Uh, we talked about this last week, right? At least I think we talked about this last week. It was at least in the Black Variant Discord for those of you who are though. Um, but Marvel has killed off Kamala Khan in the comics, uh, and Amazing Spider-Man 28, correct? Yeah, 26. Yeah, 26, my bad. And the, and the Amazing Spider-Man 26 this past week. Um, <laughs> Van, how do you... I, I, I love that from regular people. I mean, people who don't go to a comic, sh- comic shop every week like us. The general reaction to this is, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Because it makes zero sense. It, it, you know what I will say? It makes sense, and it but it don't make sense at the same time, right? So uh-huh. it doesn't. It, all right, so it doesn't make sense because why would you kill off Kamala Khan in somebody else's book? You know what I mean? Especially Maybe, when she got a movie coming out in six months. This is why I think this is why they did it. So this is comics. We all know niggas come back from death, right? Mm-hmm. I'm already seeing the big. Miss Marvel number one coming out in September, right before the movie comes out. Bright, you got 101 different covers. There's uh-huh. an Alex Ross cover on it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I Pushing you. it as the movie comes out. Uh-huh. So I get, I get it. I, I see where they're trying to line up, but this is just a, it was just a dumb decision. It came out of nowhere. Um, the book just makes MJ super unlikable. Like I really just don't give a fuck about MJ, uh, Mary Jane. Um, her, her fake kids, <laughs> like none of that. Like it just sucks, man. Right? Fantastic Four showing up was cool. That was a cool scene in the book, but um, uh, yeah, man, I'm just not into it. I'm just not. Uh, yo, man, they they don't respect Peter Parker, man. I they I'm I'm just convinced at this point that Marvel hates Peter Parker. 
Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to spend my time talking about a book starring Peter Parker right now. I'm going to talk about Miss <laughs> Marvel's booking, though. And hear me out. I got my, my Kofi is on and fully activated okay. right now. All right. Miss Marvel's dying or is dead, right? She is a mutant in the MCU, correct? Yep. And they have roughly six months to revive her, right? Yep. Oh, shit. I see. I oh man, my eyes, the light bulb just went off. I think this is the retcon to make Miss Marvel a mutant and Marvel canon. Yo, um, they're gonna bring her back. She's gonna be in the golden egg. And then she, yep, she's gonna get revived. And uh, uh her power's probably gonna be different too. They go, yep, they probably gonna make them shits match the, the I didn't even think of that part, but yeah. they probably gonna make them shits match and make an energy projection and, and try to write comments to be like, yeah, her powers are always like this. It was just outside of her skin now, or some shit like that. I'm so I, stupid. I, I see the Kofi in the sky, dog. Like, I think this is this is just this is going this is going to be the way to do one big ass retcon. That's a hard Support. retcon, don't X. The, they one shot doing that in one shot is crazy. They did it with Magneto's kids six years ago, or what? A f- fuck that! It's been a decade, at least a decade. Yeah, they funny. did this shit with Magneto's children, literally in a throwaway issue of a series people don't even fucking remember for yeah, any other reason besides this yeah. retcon. Yeah, right. It might have been like all new X Men, like of Trash. all new R Marvel or some shit like that, dog. Like, anyway, they did that shit in a throwaway. They're doing a whole. They, I, I bet they would do a whole fucking event for Miss Marvel. Oh yeah, because Absolutely. she's gonna be important in six months anyway. I'm telling you, she's gonna get the you know the Marvel number one push. They're gonna push it for it. It's gonna be in all the previews. It's gonna have a bright cover. And they're going to throw her on it. It's going to be right before the movie comes out. But all new and powers. That sh- and that series is going to end at issue 12. Yep. Like, like yeah, like most of them And it's going to get relaunched six months later. Six mo- another number one. It's the and Black then, Panther then, effect. You know? And then they're going to keep doing that shit for the next five or six years. Look at the Captain Marvel runs. Look at the um, Captain Marvels. Look at the Black Panther runs. Like, you just get a number one. They think a number one fixes everything, bro. I, you know, Marvel be, you know, the man formerly known as Akira, aka a Marvel editor in chief, be moving funny, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but we're gonna move on for that. Let's get into a little bit more, slightly bit more important news, especially for you, Van. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into Smallville Watch this week. Somebody um, say <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get the, the get music. The for this. I got you. I got you. I got you. Bro, Braun Breaker is in the barbershop. That is how you let a white man come up in your shop, dog. This is yo, Carmelo Hayes looking unfamiliar, dog. No, um, worst NXT champ in recent recent memory, bro. Terrible. Damn. The, had a better the, run. the official, the official. It's okay. okay, back to Smallville Watch. Uh it has been reported over the weekend by the Hollywood reporter that the shortlist. For James Gunn, Superman Legacy. Um, and the shortlist... Well, before I get into the shortlist of the actual who's on it. this We are getting close to the screen test stage of everybody of this, everybody. Mind you, this time last, the time we were dealing with this, let's just say the Batman. We got the final word of what? Um, Nicholas Holt and Rob Patterson. And then when it was Spider-Man being cast... It was Asa Butterfield, who was Otis in Sex Education, and we didn't hear about Tom Holland until damn near the end. Um, so I want everybody to be very conscious of these reports coming out because shit's going to be moving very fast from here. Uh, and with that being said, let's get into the news. The screen test stage will be likely taking place after Memorial Day or in early June. Um, do you want to get into who's, gonna, who's allegedly going to be Clark Kent? Yeah, let's let's do it, man. Okay, starting with Clark Kent, the number one name being mentioned right now, or at least one name confirmed to be in the mix, rather, uh, is David Cornsweet, who was in Pearl, uh, opposite of Mia Goth. I have not seen that movie, so I can't speak to it. Um, but there are allegedly two others contenders in the mix, uh, but their identities are unknown at this time. We previously spoke about Jacob Elordi a couple weeks ago, um, but allegedly he didn't submit himself for into the process i'm not questioning it. i'm just gonna move forward with that but then how do you feel about the person who's allegedly going to be clark kent or possibly could be clark kent rather right right i just want to uh reference back to our chat 
<laughs> me saying, yo, this motherfucker looks like Tom Welling. Henry Cavill put together, bro. <laughs> bro, I I don't know how you, if you could if you could build someone who looks like Superman in a lab. Yeah, this is exactly who you would pick to play Superman, dog. He has the the, the jet black hair, the chiseled jaw, the mm-hmm. blue eyes, the wide eye look in his blue eyes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like if. This nigga six four two. God damn, bro. He t- oh, he tall, tall. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm cool with this. Um. Before we move on to who, like who's allegedly going to be Lois Lane, who do you think the other contenders are in the mix are? I really thought I, it would have been Jacob, man. I don't know, you know, why I, he didn't submit that. I thought that would have been good. I think he's in it, and I think niggas are captain, but whatever. Um, that's fair. But. Oh. Well, now I'm seeing this this guy, man, this David guy, man. I don't know. <laughs> he might have it locked up, bro. We're going to see. We're going to see. Um, but let's get into it for Lois Lane, right? Lo- the lo- I got to say, we don't know many of the names for Superman, but the Lois Lane category is stacked. Um, and let what me just read off. Our options are Rachel Brosnahan. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's the woman who plays the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. Uh, and added in the article was, Brosnahan is said to have delivered an outstanding audition, but at 32, maybe in the older range for what Gunn is ultimately hoping to achieve at look at Metropolis, Metropolis's heroics at via 20-something characters. Um, so she might get disqualified due to age, which is whack. Um, but also in the category is Emma Mackey, who plays Maeve in Sex Education and is also going to be in Barbie this upcoming summer. Um, in addition, Phoebe the Never. She was Daphne in the first season of Bridgerton. She was the Duke's wife. Um, and then Samara Weaving, who was most recently in Scream 6 and the Babysitter's Nightmare movies on Netflix. And I think um, the movie with uh, Daniel Radcliffe with the guns bolted to his hand. Um, <laughs> they, this is this this category is stacked, bro. What do you? How are you feeling about this? Yeah, I kind of always felt like the lowest competition was going to be the real one. You know what I mean? Um Hey, they got a lot of good options. I don't really think, honestly, I don't think you really go wrong with a Lois Lane casting, bro. I, it's a hard character to fuck up, like you know, casting wise. Like, I, I think if they want somebody who will absolutely embody Lois Lane, no, a hundred percent, there's no way they can mess it up. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Rachel Brodsen can absolutely fucking do this shit. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is a really good show for those of you who don't see that. If you have Prime, you should go check that out. Um. The next person I can see is Emma Mackey. I'm partial to her because I've seen Sex Education, and I think she's mad cool, despite the fact she looks exactly like Margot Robbie. It's kind of a little bit scary. <laughs> um, I feel nothing for the Daphne from Bridgerton because when I remember watching Bridgerton, I remember the Duke and his boxer friend, and that's it. Right. Maybe that's because I just tuned out all the white people in that show. Um, <laughs> and I've seen Samara Weaving and... The Babysitter's Nightmare, and that's it. I can't really speak on quality because that's a Netflix movie. Right. Um, but there's one big ass name mentioned for Lex Luthor, and basically yeah. it's the only name mentioned for Lex Luthor. Damn near like as if it's confirmed. Um, Nicholas Holt, and yes, this is the same Nicholas Holt who was Beast. This is the same Nicholas Holt who almost got cast as Batman. Uh, this is the same Nicholas Holt who's going to be in Renfield, or that's I think coming out very soon, or if it's not already out. Uh, but allegedly, WB has loved this motherfucker since Mad Max Fury Road. Um, and they will cast him in something big eventually. Sounds about right, man. Yo, he, <laughs> nobody's ever mentioned how he looks like just like Benedict Cumberbatch, though? Yo, I, <laughs> they, they share a relative. They have to. These Nicholas, motherfuckers look alike. Nicholas, hold, hold up. Look oh, I see. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Don't they look alike? <laughs> He but looks, yeah. you know, like the aspect ratio tool, like when you when you edit a video, right. like when you edit, right. like, like literally when you just take a picture and just like drag it diagonally up. Oh that's literally God. how they looked, dog. Yeah, them niggas look, them uh, niggas look related. But no, I think he'd be perfect as Lex, bro. I I think it'll, I think this would be hard. Um, my unless the script is laughably bad, like Which like is bad. Yeah, it is it is possible. And, you know, I will say this. With Guardians 3 um, and the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, we've I've had three bodies of work since Guardians 2. 
I can definitively say I think James Gunn will do well in this movie, at least in my opinion. Then how do you feel about this? Oh, you know, I'm on, I, I got to wait and see with James Gunn, man. You know what I mean? But I think this casting's so far, just the news of it and who they, they, the idea they have for these characters are spot on, bro. I think they're doing a good job so far. So wait and see, man. I want to see some more confirmations. And who's playing, um, what's the, what's the main reporter guy? Jimmy? The, no, not the main, the main guy. Perry? Perry. Who's playing Perry? You got to get somebody black and cool. I, you know, Lawrence Fitzroy was a damn good caster. Oh, he was uh, great. Who would you, who would you pick for Perry? Um, Clifton Powell. <laughs> Bokeem Woodbine. <laughs> the most nigga of nigga actors you can find. Hold up. I just, I want to throw this out there, right? Can you imagine Denzel's Perry Saturn? Oh, Perry Saturn? <laughs> the mop? Yes. The whole I, I fuck that. I don't want I don't want regular ass Perry. Or whoever the, whoever the fuck is the name of the Superman's editor, right? Yeah, Perry, give me whatever. give me somebody doing a Perry Saturn cosplay while seriously acting <laughs> as as Superman's editor. You know what I mean? If anybody did that off is Denzel man. That would be hard. Like come on. That would you, be don't hard. Think, you don't think but seriously though, I think I do think Denzel would be really good as um I don't know. Sorry, what's my man's name? Perry White. Thank you. Perry White. Okay, Perry White. But I do think Denzel will be a hard Perry White, to be completely honest. Um, yeah, he definitely pulled that off. But I do think Denzel will also outact everybody in the movie. Oh, Angela Bassett's husband, Courtney, Courtney Vance. I think he'd be great. That's a yo. That's really yes. I'm yeah. down with that. I pick that for now on. Yeah. Um, I hope Courtney B. Vance gets uh Perry White. I. Yeah, I don't really have any other feelings about this movie until we see like a casting or like a, a suit test or some shit like that. Trailer. Um, <laughs> nah, I, I'm going to keep it real with you, bro. If they can give me a fire screen test like they did for the Batman. That's what sold everybody on the movie, the Batman. Not even That's not even what sold everybody. I remember motherfuckers were still hating, are still yeah. hating to this day. But when that shit dropped, everybody was sold except like five people. And then the first trailer dropped and everybody shut the fuck up. Because, you know, if you cast as Batman, niggas is going to hate on you at first. It's like getting drafted to the Knicks. Niggas is going to hate you at first, right? You got to prove yourself. And as soon as the niggas seen him in the suit, they was like, oh, yeah, we get it. <laughs> we see it. If if they can give me the same feeling of, like, I will run through a wall for this movie that this Batman screen test gave me, I see the vision. I wonder what suit they're going to screen test, man. Shit, they had a new one made for the Batman, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, they have the. I think it's also he said he, suit. also, I, but I think he said he um he auditioned in the Batman Begins suit. That had to Don't be call a, me on that. Don't call me on that. That had to be mad uncomfortable, only oh, yeah. only because Christian Bale is short. Sure, and Robert Pattinson like, isn't. He's like six three. So like, <laughs> <laughs> definitely a contrast there, but we'll see, man. Oh, I. Yeah, I need to. I need to see the screen test. I really, I really need to see the screen test, and I hope it's the, the suit they choose is the rebirth suit, um, from the DC rebirth from 2016, 2017, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I really hope they pick that. But you know, I'm going to let this play out. For once, there's no pressure on the Batman character, and I kind of like this. Yeah, it must be um, nice to be on the other side of things, you know. Hey, man, you know, so we always eating over here. Come to the yeah, dark side. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> uh, ready to hop into the soapbox this week, brother? Yo, so about this week is going to be short and sweet and to the point. NBA gods, thank you for listening to everybody. Putting these games at 8.30 Eastern. So finally, I can go to sleep at a decent time. Niggas is wild. Starting games at 10.30 on a school night. You know what I mean? On a school night. Niggas is wild, brother. <laughs> I got to be up at 5 a.m. Niggas is tripping. But uh, glad you seen the error in your ways. And thank you for putting these games on at a decent time. Next, you got anything you want to add? Don't be John Morant. Yeah, but don't don't wave no guns on camera, bro. Turn off the NBA Young Boy. <laughs> NBA Young Boy is the new crack in the black community. <laughs> NBA Young Boy will lead you down nothing but a dark path. Just look at Chris Brown. Exactly. Uh, jumping Usher and shit. Have some fucking shame. <laughs> yeah, hey man, jumping Usher is crazy. Jump, just let's play some fucking bills. This guy out here. I'm not talking about Chris Brown. Crazy. Oh. Um, Live from Town. we recorded a absolute classic episode oh yesterday. Oh my gosh. Shout out to I, 
we are we are we're in the business end of the season. We're winding down. We're in the final three or four episodes of the season. So everybody, thank you so much. This episode was our tenth, so it's a big anniversary for us. So pat on the back to everybody involved, the Black yeah, Variant yeah, for making this happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the shouts, shout out to the homie out there. Oh, I the lookout, the lookout. Of course, we'll be back very soon. Make sure yep. to tap into the lookout and any of the past content, and of course, subs lie, dubs lie. Um, make sure to keep up to date with the A show. Uh, keep up to date the war report with rewriters room with black print with ugly radio rob with BLT, and of course, the black variant Patreon, patreon.com backslash the black variant RNC. Um, we have something very special coming for y'all. I'm going to keep teasing this, and we will announce it on the last episode of May or last issue of May. So, y'all got two weeks. Two weeks. We, have something, yeah, yeah. we have something big coming for y'all. We really hope y'all love it. Um, we're starting working on it this week. So uh I hope y'all love it, man. Uh this is X. This is this is the god of New York himself, Van. He is I. He is I. Yes, sir. Put your hands in that cash register. Shout out to the homie Sid, man. Follow us at Black Rain RC. Rape subscribe to the channel, the podcast feeds, uh, rate us five stars, all that. We will see y'all next week, man. Stay safe and stay warm. Exactly. Peace.